it's noon your time. How are you? Uh, feeling good. Feeling good at noon. <laughs> are you really feeling good at noon, or are you just saying that because you feel like you have to say that? Uh, you know, it's not bad. I, I think everything is graded on a curve right now. Sure. And uh, curve-wise, pretty good. What, when was the last time we spoke? I think about a week ago. Uh, yeah, that's about right. How has your world changed in the last week? Um, I've made banana bread. Is this the first time you've made banana bread? No, it's, I've done it before. It, it's not anything new. But I've done it again. Congratulations. And, I, and I'm pretty happy with it. Thank you. Do you put walnuts I, in your so banana that, bread? No. <laughs> Sorry. God. No. Hey, listen, I got another meeting. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like that you found offense to that, and I say horrible, horrible things, and <laughs> never once have you raised an eyebrow. No, it's uh, I'm, a, I'm a chocolate chip guy. I'm a little boy. <laughs> so you like sweet things? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I got a little sweet tooth. How are you and your wife holding up? Good, good, I guess. She has like an ear infection, which is not great, but otherwise, you know, everything's good otherwise. Two weeks ago, uh, like a week into this whole new reality, uh, my kid had an ear infection. Uh, so that wasn't as fun uh, for us. I'm sure it's the same for Any you. Any tip? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the tip is when you take your wife to the pediatrician, uh, make sure she's able to access the car window because uh, we couldn't go inside the doctor's office because of paranoia about the coronavirus. <laughs> so they had to do the exam sure. through the car window. How'd that go? Weird. I have a, I could send you a photo if you'd like. It's very weird. Uh, there's no other way around it. Maybe it was less, it was a week ago actually. So it was, it was eight days ago. Um, I don't know. Like I never, loop. it was like, it was exactly like going to Jiffy loop. Thank you so much for <laughs> Talking me through a nine-day-old experience of describing <laughs> my son's visit to the pediatrician. It is like going to Jiffy Loop. Thank you. Yeah, they check the brake lights and they do the, <laughs> you know, they check the dipstick, and then, uh, you know, you're on your way. Have you been checking in with pretty much everyone you know? Uh, as much as I can. It's you know, it's a lot. There's a lot of people. There are a lot of people. There's so many fucking people. I I don't have time. <laughs> Last time we talked, you had. I, a... I, still, I still have a full time job. I exactly. Still have to do, and also everybody got they laid off fifty percent of the company, and so I've uh, I've like more stuff to do. <laughs> so you have a full time job, and if anything, does your job feel safer now because of this? Because everyone else got let go. Yeah, which is awful. Yeah, you're a bad person. <laughs> A truly terrible feeling. I feel guilty and, and, and it's upsetting. Uh, but there is part of it that is like because that, um, yeah, no, because everything is so awful, I'm more needed. Um, and it's safe. I, did, I just work from home. Does your wife still have a job? Because last time we spoke, she was going to have her contract renewed. She got retained for another month. So that's good. That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I'm in furlough position right now, so it's very weird. So last time I keep saying last time we talked, I apologize. Um, my paternity leave was supposed to end on Wednesday. So this is technically only day three 
of this new reality for me, but I've sort of been stay at home dadding since like December. So I was expecting to talk to adults again <laughs> and that's not happening. Yeah. You had an extra, extra long break then extra long. Now I'm just a dad. <laughs> now I'm just a, yeah, almost a deadbeat. Dad. How's it feel? It's mixed. Like I love the kid and all I could think of is like, if this happened before my wife was pregnant, like, would we have this kid? Like, I don't know. Um, so I'm in a weird way. Like, I feel like I got him in under the wire. Like, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad that he made it yeah. to, the, to the team. No, that's, that's good timing. That's like, yeah, a very last minute, like, uh, you know, deadline, uh, free agent signing. Yeah. Um, but now there's no more games. So it's like, what am I going to, I acquired this giant contract for this athlete, for this elite athlete, but my return on investment is going to be <laughs> low. <laughs> This elite elite athlete that already has health problems. Uh, we're going to <laughs> pediatrician for ear infections. Do you, Does you he see, have what it takes to last the whole season? <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be in a relatively good mood. Has your mood? Has your day to day attitude about the world changed in any way? Uh, I mean, it, it, from like before this and then during this. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a big, it's a big difference. <laughs> So like a, you're like a more positive person now. Yeah, no, I've everything has been uh, yeah elevated my positivity. No, it's it's uh I've 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 not um I've been so busy I feel like that I haven't had tons of time to get super reflective about it. And at the same time, I I don't I'm not like dying to. <laughs> so you're not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's probably for the best. I'm not. I'm not like ready to get uh, so deep into the into the weeds with this that it's, you know, you can't come back from the level of depression that it gives you. Do you know anyone that has gone that deep yet? Not quite. I don't That's think good. so. I I don't know. I, you know, it's I just try to keep up with with as many people as I can, and it's like, you don't know when you're gonna get somebody. Like, oh, you could be at that weird manic point where you have cabin fever so you're dancing around your kitchen you know or you could be like I've never felt worse in my life <laughs> yeah. uh, it occurs either way and it's like the the peaks and valleys it's also specific to each person at an individual time and it's uh, yeah no it's, it's hard to, to gauge where someone is going to be I don't really know why I wanted to talk to you other than you're in my <laughs> <laughs> it's a compliment it's a compliment you're like i see you what once every like four years once every three years whenever there's a juggalo rally that's when we see each other but i don't i don't Essentially, see, yeah. i don't see you that often and i and I, I think that because of that i'm more interested in your life than the people that i see or used to see the most because i feel like i'm a, I'm a daily part of their life or a weekly part of their life but you give me a fresh perspective on this stuff and it's not negative and that's rare it seems D does that make sense yeah sure and you know you want to like yeah everybody that you see on a regular basis or would have seen on a regular basis it's just like what is new <laughs> what do you yeah yeah hey, what's new? You still sitting yeah uh at the tops of your legs is that what's going on <laughs> the different also you don't have a kid, but you don't seem to be the kind of person that's like against people that have kids. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to call me a breeder or you're not going to like <laughs> say horrible things about 
parents or com- you know what I mean? It, it's it, I love kids, yeah. Yeah, it's this weird. You 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 filled this weird role in my life that has become in a weird way more relevant because I'm legitimately interested in to know how you're doing because I feel like if you're doing fine, everything's going to be fine because at the end of the day, I think you're a relatively upbeat person. And I go, I try to be, but it's, it, it, I do feel like I did luck out where I, you know, I've got a job. Mm -hmm. I, I'm still like, you know, I'm still making money so I don't have to panic about anything, you know, involving that. I am locked in a room with somebody that I love with my wife and I know how to cook and I, I know how to entertain myself and I know, uh, I've, I've, I felt like I've been, I've been, if I have a day off now, I can actually get some shit done and it feels really good. Like I'm, I made a couple videos yesterday or filmed some stuff yesterday and it's like, okay, I can still have an outlet and it just kind of puts some parameters on your creativity, but it's an, a fun exercise. So I've been feeling very lucky and very fortunate and I'm able to do the things that I want to do. It's not that big of a setback for me to be locked in a room. That's so nice to hear. But I still understand that it's it's awful, <laughs> and it's awful for a lot of people. I'm not trying to say that it's like, hey, this kicks ass. But it's like for me, I feel very fortunate. So I'm gonna try to, you know, uh, you know, remember that and be appreciative of it. And also, if I have the ability to do stuff for other people, make that a goal too. Yeah, the last time I wanted to record, you were busy delivering food to people that needed it. Well, I don't know about needed it. I, <laughs> what were you I doing? I could have. I could have focused on some more needy people. I just, I'm in a spaghetti men's club. <laughs> Continue. It's a, it's a group of like-minded men who appreciate spaghetti and Italian food in general. Are all and, these men white? Uh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Answer my question. This what is a white, think? this is a white power group. Yes, it is. It's, <laughs> There's not exclusive membership requirements. Do all the men hap all the men all the people happen to be men and all the people happen to love Italian American heritage and all the men happen to be white. <laughs> we all happen to love this Mussolini fella. I don't I don't know what that's all about. How often uh, are the Sopranos <laughs> quoted when you exchange your manicotti? Oh uh, God! There's so listen. So this this spaghetti men's club. I, I was kind of a late addition to it. There was a. It was basically a text chain with some fellas, and um, every month I guess there would be a a spaghetti hangout. And um, what was it? What was the last month? March. March was, <laughs> was the that? last March? month. Uh, yeah, no. So I guess uh, February. I, I joined in on a February. That was my inaugural spaghetti men's uh, meetup. How did they jump around. you into the spaghetti men's group? Uh, you, you, we go to like a uh, kind of a mid to lower tier spaghetti restaurant in the valley, and uh, you know, a place that has like red leather booths and old men that hang out at the bar. Did your wife join you? No, this is a men's club. That's right. I just wanted to reiterate that. The spaghetti men's club. <laughs> Continue. She has her things. I have my things. <laughs> Does she have a ladies burrito salon? Like, what is the equivalent? Okay, don't be silly. Uh, <laughs> let's not be silly. A no, ladies burrito a lady salon burrito. would be very successful. 
So listen, uh, I, I I joined I joined this club and I ate spaghetti with some like-minded men in February, and then you know we're on this text chain, and then the the conversation becomes now what? And so I I figured I'd step up to the plate, and I made a bunch of manicotti for uh, the men in my spaghetti men's club, and I I delivered it to their homes. Hearing and this, and then we all watched. Uh, we all got on a Zoom chat together and watched B movie, the Jerry Seinfeld joint. Yes. Cool. Which they say Mamma Mia in the movie one time, so that it counts as Italian. Every once in a while during this global pandemic, it's it's super easy to think that like it's over. Like we're never we're never going back. And hearing about the March edition of the Spaghetti Men's Club is just a or a good good reminder that life finds a way, you know? It certainly does. I think there's gonna have to be, you know, We'll, we'll figure something out for April, May. I mean, we might have more months uh, in quarantine than, than months in, in restaurants uh, for the men's club here. Do you think once you're finally we'll, able we'll, to come back together, you'll reenact Lady and the Tramp like all of the men have like a six-foot-long oh, yeah, no. piece of pasta that we're becomes gonna, a... You were going to get a custom pasta, a piece of spaghetti made yeah. that has... I think there's 10 members of this club. It's going to be a 10-pronged... Look, gonna look like a wagon wheel. Sure. Uh, you know, how about just a gigantic wagon wheel pasta, but without the edge uh, sure. circumference of it? Understood. And we all meet in the middle. Yeah. At eating the giant wagon wheel. That's nice. Yeah. Have you made pasta? Like from scratch? Like yes. Uh, yeah, it sucks. No, I like it. It's it's so much work for a thing that's in a box. <laughs> that's most cooking it's, though it's the most amount of work for a thing that already is fine <laughs> no I disagree completely I think I think it's relatively easy to make and it's the kind of thing where you could it's very easy to detach from reality while you're making spaghetti or you're making pasta sheets of pasta tell me about it brother <laughs> <laughs> is there anything hey, do, you, do, you, do you use dry beans do I use dry beans yeah. No. See, that's the that's the that's the one that I'm like, who is doing dry beans? Yeah, that's I'm not doing that. That's uh, that's a a real like it takes days. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I can't handle the dry beans. I don't have the patience for dry beans. Oh, like in general? Yeah, like I'm not cooking. I'm I'm only doing canned beans and oh, maybe no, I'm no. a lazy guy. It depends on the recipe. I do dry almost every time I use beans in a crock pot, I use dry beans. Uh, maybe I should think about that. Okay. Yeah, because all you do is soak it overnight the night before. And if you forget, you could just you could microwave it. It's not as good, but it's doable. I'm not I'm not gonna microwave it. <laughs> yeah, that's where you draw the line. I'm, I'm just gonna be honest with you. I think I think uh I think I've become a more honest person in the last couple of weeks. I don't have time for for you know the pleasantries. I'm not microwaving dried beans. I'd rather yeah, have a microwave dried beans thing than somebody that's using canned beans that doesn't rinse off the goo with the beans. I I, I understand that. I don't. It's it's not a huge problem for me. I don't think about the the bean goo that much, and it doesn't bother me an incredible amount. But I do, do it. But any whatever. desire to become a baker like a like a fancy cookie baker or fancy uh cake baker no not especially 
Yeah, because you mentioned banana bread, but I don't think of you as a as a sweets person, even though you clearly are a sweet boy. I think of you as a as more of a, a home cook, a chef, that kind of world. I like uh, pretty simple, you know. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get uh, that fancy. I like, uh, yeah, I like fried chicken, you know, Italian food, burgers. How Mexican often food. are you frying chicken in your own house? I make it a special occasion. Okay. It's like for a, if I'm having, if there's like people coming over or something like fried chicken sandwiches on like King's Hawaiian buns. Sure. Like, damn, it's really good. But the fucking smell is so strong for so long. I know it's like at least one whole day yeah. that you smell like that. Yeah. And it's not a good lingering smell. It doesn't, doesn't bother me. You know what the only problem is is that when you it's when you leave the house and then come back. If you stay in the house it's fine. That's an interesting point. Maybe you will make more fried chicken sandwiches now because of the global pandemic. I could. I got a lot of oil. Are you bragging I right got, now for I all the people like, that like, don't have a yeah, lot of oil? I'm I, like I'm I'm just going to brag. <laughs> I got a lot of oil. <laughs> Are you wearing a mask every time you leave the house? No, I don't have a mask. Do you have a handkerchief? Uh, no. Okay, just wondering. I should I should put a thing on, but I yeah, I, I'm not I'm barely leaving the house, and when I do it's just like going to walk. Are you so leaving I'm the house once a day? I've not gone on a walk today, no. Are, are you planning on going on a walk today? Um, I think I'm going to go to the grocery store today. So, and yeah, I guess that counts. I'll walk from the grocery store. Do your wife and you plan, like, who's going to go to the grocery store? Or are you guys more like, it's fine? Because my wife and I, definitely more my wife, a lot more concerned about that um, for obvious reasons. And I haven't been to a store in, I think, three weeks. Yeah, that sounds right. Three weeks. So we we've we've gone twice since we've you know been quarantined and mm-hmm. it's uh we just we've gone together both times just because we can carry more shit. Yeah, that makes sense. Are you glad you're doing this? You're doing this. Are you glad you're in Los Angeles during this time? Yeah, hundred percent. I I am very glad I'm here. Today is one of the first like perfect days in Washington D.C. It's like sixty-five and sunny and like a nice breeze, and I don't know if it's better this way or when it was like 45 and rainy two days ago like i can't figure out what the preferred weather is for a global well, how pandemic much, like how much can you get outdoors what's your what's your situation well i went from when i was dealing with a kid every day we would go to at least one event usually it was a story time at a library um and if it wasn't at a library it would be at a bookstore and if there was nothing going on be or he was like napping through a thing we would go to the park just so he could like sit in the swing and like do something because he could crawl but he can't do much else just so he could see other kids right and that would eat up like at least an hour up to three hours a time right now there's none of that the parks are closed the library is closed clearly so he hasn't seen another kid or interacted with another kid even though the interaction is just like literally hitting each other since like uh, the 12th of March. That was the last time he saw and talked to, not talked to, but dealt with another kid. So now it's this, um, I feel like I'm like, it's it's like a prison monitoring situation where I just like hover over him in the living room while he like crashes into things. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. So the outdoor I mean, time has dramatically gone down. Now it's like at most, at most 40 minutes outside, and all we're doing is like walking around the school that's near our house. Yeah, that's about like, you know, that's, I'll go on a walk just about every day, and that's about it. Like, okay, I'll walk around the neighborhood, or I'll drive to a, a quieter neighborhood mm-hmm. and then just walk around that neighborhood. Yeah, that's about it. I, I miss going out and walking indefinitely with the boy. That's that's one of the things I miss the most. But, like, it's clearly not worth it at all. And, um, yeah, it's... <laughs> now, now I'm... Here's here's one of the saddest things I've ever said. That's completely honest. Uh, one of my favorite things that I used to do when I was out with him would be, like, to take rocks that were in the wrong place, like a, a an askew rock, and then bring that rock home yeah. and add it to, like the outside of the house <laughs> like light like slow core landscaping yeah no it's a very it's a it's like that what's that johnny cash song about like building a car one piece yes of exactly exactly it was exactly yeah, like that yeah. we're like that was my favorite thing to do because like all i was doing was moving a rock that could have potentially been run over by a car or hurt somebody and now i'm putting it into a place that makes the car <laughs> the, the yard look nicer and uh, I can't yeah. do that right now because my wife is paranoid about it. For I get it, I fucking get it, and I can't like be touching rocks and then touching the boy right now. Without, without oh, yeah, you, you can't just uh, have this extra rock touching going on these days. <laughs> like it's what an absurd. Like that was one of my favorite things to do. So I sorry, think bud. I, no more rock touching. I feel like I, over the three months of paternity leaving to this, like my mind is is in this beautiful like buddhist space where like all i want to do is like move rocks around <laughs> but but it's it's, it's uh, the one thing you can't do it's, it's it is public, carried by rocks it's a public health crisis um does any if you part- got arrested for grabbing rocks that would be the that be the ideal story i don't think that's an it's even an interesting story let alone the ideal story <laughs> If I if I found out that you were arrested for for playing with rocks, I would enjoy it. I think literally every movie starring The Rock is more interesting. I think the movie The Rock is more interesting. I think movies that The Rock passed up are more interesting. What about the one where he's a isn't there one where he's a, a tooth fairy? Yeah, the tooth fairy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with Julie Andrews. What's that one? What's that one called where he's a tooth fairy? <laughs> yeah, that one. Are you going to watch WrestleMania this weekend? What's your favorite Rock movie? What's your, what's your number one uh, movie starring The Rock? Uh, Be Cool, because that has the most, uh, the like latest era uh, gay panic you could have in a movie that stars John Travolta. What year are we talking? In I think Be that's cool. 2005. That? You could have, I think people got away with gay panic up until like, at least 2010. You think? I mean, there's got. I mean, I don't know. I I've not done my my research here, but I bet you could find some pretty big examples, roughly in that ballpark, right? I thought Be Cool was the last uh, movie that had gay panic in it. What was what was the the hilarious joke they did? Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson sang Jolene, the Dolly Parton song. Uh, and they're like, you shouldn't sing that because you're a boy. <laughs> great, great bit. And hilarious. Um, they never acknowledge the fact that, like, 
when that movie was being made, like the White Stripes were maybe at the height of their popularity, and one of their most famous covers was Jack White singing Jolene. So, yeah, without changing uh, anything, you know, gender pronouns. Nope. <laughs> because like that's what a dumb yeah. <laughs> yep. Also, that movie starred Andre Three Thousand before we all knew that Outcast was never going to do another thing together. Maybe they will uh, come back together now that um, you know. Global pandemic. Times seem to be so. Yeah, they seem to be so dire. It's like, hey, let's just let's do this. This is our chance. Yeah. <laughs> we'll play Lollapalooza on, for okay. five million dollars, and then ten years later, we'll maybe release one new song. I I, I had a dream one time. Oh, please tell me about it. That I uh, that Outcast put out a new song. And I heard the whole song in my dream. Cool. And I, it was like, it was really good. I believe you. It was your dream song. It was great. <laughs> and I woke up and I was like, I just, I couldn't, you know, obviously you don't remember how convenient, but I didn't remember how, <laughs> you know, this great song that I thought up in my dream. <laughs> it's a real disappointment. And everyone, you're going to have to take my word for it. An amazing <laughs> outcast song. Uh, exists out there in in you know the knowable uh, collective consciousness. You know, I've never even, I've never even seen Idlewild. Neither have I. It's on HBO. It's on HBO Go. It's on HBO Now. It's that was the follow up to arguably the their best album. And I never I listened to the soundtrack like a few times. Never saw the movie. Maybe it's amazing. Yeah. Same, same deal. What's my problem? Well, you got that one outcast song in your head. You probably don't want to ruin it. Yeah, no, it's gonna it's gonna ruin everything. But yeah, so I, I guess I can't watch it. Nope, not until you figure out that song. I got I got other stuff to watch. Uh, you know, are you stressed out by this at all? Not, am I am I stressed out by just in general? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's stressful. The. <laughs> I'm I'm in the last few days I've been waking up and my jaw hurts because I'm grinding my teeth at night. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not sleeping well. Are you drinking? Are you getting high? Are you doing anything before sleep? Uh, experimenting with what's working best. I don't know. Well, well yeah, I've because I if I if I drink I like drinking, but then I I don't like being hungover because I think that I have uh, I have COVID nineteen. When I wake up, that's not good, right? It's uh, I I keep thinking that I've got it if I'm if I wake up hungover, so that's not good for my stress levels. No, no, it's not. So then I'll I'll smoke, and then uh, but then that gives me like, I don't know, I I get like sinus and like like stuffy nose or something, which so is I, like I'm a on symptom. edible. Now I'm doing I'm eating edibles, and then it's like. Uh, I'll get like so high that I get uncomfortable about the fact that I'm always doing like, you know, Google hangs and zoom meetings and stuff. And I'm like, there's like somebody in my house and I get uncomfortable. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So there's no, uh, I think what, where I'm landing after like three weeks of experimentation is that, uh, just like mostly a a little bit of drinking without getting like drunk is the only thing that uh, I like. What's a little bit? A uh, couple, like two glasses of red wine, maybe. And in, in like over the whole night, or like within an hour, or what? 
Oh, over the course of an evening, you know. That's very responsible of you. Well, I've 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 tried other I've tried going more, and it's that's it's not even about responsibility. It's about like I think I'm going to die. <laughs> Are you gonna watch Mania this weekend? Um, I don't think so. I don't have um the WWE Network. I'm I didn't know how much I was looking forward to it until a few hours ago because it's going to potentially be the last like normal ish thing that's relatively live indefinitely. Is it wait, you say relatively live? Is it not live? What are oh, they it's pre recorded. They already recorded the whole thing because Florida has a uh, uh the same lockdown as everywhere else now. So they, so they did it without an, an audience then? Yeah, empty arena or empty performance center WrestleMania over two nights with hosted by Rob Gronkowski. What? This is a real thing. I'm not making this up. That's going to be like I saw <clears throat> I saw one of those promos with like um John Cena mm-hmm. and the, the spooky guy spooky man, uh, yeah. in a, like an empty in the empty like uh building yeah. and it was great. That's that's, that's fun. That's going to be 6 to 8 hours of WrestleMania in that building over two nights. See, I was I was prepared for like, you know, a 5 minute promo is fun. But like a <laughs> 6 to 8 hour event sounds it's gonna like be great. uh honest to god probably torture. <laughs> I am so looking forward to it because the mayor in DC was like, "Oh, we're going to hit peak uh viruses in the peak cases in like late June early July and I'm like oh there's not going to be baseball and there yeah. might not be like football <laughs> and that shit doesn't really matter the, the point is like we're not getting back to normalcy again <laughs> for a very very long time if ever so if this is the last thing that's like somewhat normal <laughs> I'm all in yeah we're going to have to change what sports look like i guess <laughs> just john It'll cena and the spooky man in an empty arena i'll give me that fucking every day uh all right well yeah i mean why can't they keep doing that that that's that seems possible they're not an essential need they're not an essential worker how, how, do, you, how do, you, do you think there could be a version of what sports looks like going forward that is like um let's say a football team uh-huh is just quarantined. They are in a building all by themselves and they can't leave this area for months at a time. And then they play other teams that are also quarantined. Is that a possibility? Do you oh, think yeah. we would ever get to that? For play? sure. I wouldn't say football. I think basketball is the easiest to do that and probably the most entertaining yeah, to watch. But yeah, for sure. If this that's going to be weird. If this, <laughs> yeah. If this goes for a year, yeah, that's what we're going to have. It's going to be, yeah. Or like Nike will pay the top, I don't know, 20 people in the world to like live there for four months or whatever and just play like three on three or something. Yeah, no, we, we need to get the uh, the big three league back up and going. <laughs> so that's, a, that's really what this is. All a ruse by Vince McMahon and Ice Cube to make WWE and the Big Three the only two leagues that matter. Yeah, no, I, I'd. Uh, do you think XFL is going to recover? I think this is uh, XFL was a huge success. Um, people really liked it, specifically in DC, because I don't know if you know this. Like the Redskins don't play in DC; they play in Landover, which is like 
probably an hour outside of DC on game day. And, um, yeah. it really makes people mad. Also their owners fucking horrible. So having the XFL play in Washington, DC, um, at a soccer stadium, which is like the perfect size for the XFL, people really dug it. And the state of play was actually pretty good. And, uh, the level of uh, play across the league was pretty good. Um, it was really good, and they had written in like the first three years were going to be a loss anyways. So the fact that they got to cancel the last two weeks plus the postseason, it was actually a net gain for them in a way because they lost less money. I think it's going to be a huge success, especially if this the longer this goes. And when I say huge success, I mean like okay. might okay. last five years. Yeah, I thought they would for sure just shut them down. They did shut them down, but like this is good for them. I'm glad Vince McMahon is getting a win. 